Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about getting stuck. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, hi Frederick, I learned React like a month ago and then suddenly I don't know what got into me. I saw a Yelp clone on YouTube which uses Node.js which was quite easy to understand and then when I thought I'm, uh, I'm able to understand the background code as well like nothing too serious but basic CURD no, it should say CRUD applications I hope because yeah yeah the thing is I'm tired of watching YouTube tutorials to build things which is like eight hours long so I started looking at the code on GitHub and I was able to understand most of the code except yours. Well, see, I told you, I do, I've never, like, I'm not really all that good at this stuff. There's your proof. But the thing is, whenever I try to code something on my own, I literally get stuck. I think it's due to watching lots of tutorials. Lots of tutorials some use and then some and some use adult, then some use async await, some use Yeah, people are using different things I assume. I hope you get it and sometimes I forget the syntax too. How do I get over it? Well So the technique that I have mastered I, I I don't want to brag too much, but if I didn't invent the technique, I sh have surely popularized it. I'm, I've uh, taken it to new heights. That And that is that I stare at the screen until I get an idea of what I'm going to do next. And this is, uh, you know, it, sometimes it can be a few seconds, sometimes it can be hours. And then, after staring quite literally just at the screen, I don't really do much more. I usually get an idea and then I try it and then if my idea doesn't work I usually Google for the answer to my problem and then you repeat and then basically you I, I've repeated that for years until I get paid to do it and now I'm called a software developer because that's literally how I did it rather that's why I sit here and I I tell you things about my experiences. I would say that maybe my my secret black book technique of staring at the screen with a blank stare uh, and thinking intensely is probably not something that everybody's been doing, but it is one of the ways that you become a software developer. So an example you mentioned here that some use the dot then syntax and some uses the async await and that confuses you well that is understandable but then if that confuses you then you should know what you should do next figure out when someone uses one or the other and what their functions are because both are part of the JavaScript language and when you forget syntax you go and look it up that's why things take so long to learn because these sorts of basics they sort of you have to repeat them until you base until you just know in the beginning you have to look everything up trust me guys I have been looking stuff up for most um, I mean how do you think I got to where I am 
that's why the start is so tricky because you want to build these big applications and these uh, sophisticated systems but the reality is that most of the time is spent just looking things up and repeating that process over and over and over and over until you don't have to look it up anymore because you've done it so many times that you just remember stuff the, what, what is it? The, there's a famous quote from, I don't know, probably many people have said it. Uh, I read it in a comic strip, but I know there was a, a lady who was a designer as well. I think she designed like a new logo or something for some company in just a few seconds, and then she wanted like a lot of money, according to people, for that. And they said, why should we pay you this amount of money for something you did in just a few seconds? And her reply was that it took me 25 years to be able to do that in 25 seconds. And that is the truth of it. That's the experience. That's what's so tragic about... Uh, well, it's fun, but it is also tragic. It takes so much time to get good at something, to get really good at something. That's why, the, in my opinion, people talk about the tragedy of losing someone who's very young, and I kind of go, yeah. But if if losing someone who's truly talented, who's been honing a skill set over years and years and years, and then losing them, is in some cases, as I would say, it's almost, if not more, tragic. Is it? Uh, <laughs> this is, it gets morbid really quickly. But uh, would you be happier or sadder if you spill a glass of milk that is full or a glass of milk that is almost empty? So for thought. Anywho, uh, so basically the only tip I can give you here is uh, to simplify your problem. And this is actually something I still do to this day. It's my way of uh, debugging or things like that. I do a... it's a form of a binary search basically. Or you can see, I, I like to think of it as a binary search. So if I have a bug or I have a problem or something I don't truly understand, I try to isolate the problem area to its most fundamental components. So if let's say I'm debugging or something like that, I have a bug in the application, I use either a debugger to step through the problem. If I'm lucky, uh, I can use that. Otherwise I use console log statements. And then I basically just try to, and I put a lot of them there to figure out where within the call stack do I end up? Like where do the problem actually happen? And then when I've isolated the area, like the minimum amount of uh, surface that I can find where the issue happens, then I can just look at that area because sometimes it's very easy for you to look at the whole system when the reality is that it's only usually one little small area of the system that is broken for example and you do that very efficiently if you just isolate the code lines that are causing the problem and then you can look at a much smaller problem instead of looking at like the whole application as broken same thing goes when you know I have an issue with syntax or well something like adding a component or something that makes me confused. I try to look at the code that is confusing to me and I try to put it into an isolated context. An example would be uh, a lot of people have when they're setting up their first React project in this case uh, a lot of issue with understanding sort of how React attaches itself to the DOM or how it's actually rendering or things like that to set the thing up right and so what I like to tell people is try to instead of setting up your whole application try to just get to a point 
where you can get a hello world component onto the page just anything like literally anything the sim simplest thing that you can possibly get on the page and start small because when you can figure out the essence it's a, in a sense guys it's a little bit like mathematics uh, or rather the the soul heart and soul of mathematics or a formula where the idea of like the idea of a formula is that reads enormous amounts of research has gone into creating these f formulas and they represent the essence of maybe lifetimes of learning and understanding but they're they're they are synthesized down to their most basic fundamental components or the ba most basic fundamental rule, if that makes sense. And for you as a software developer, that is also a very good strategy for you to you know, to sort of cut out all the noise. You don't want to have to think about, you know, as an example, if you're going to set up your React project, you don't want to think about CSS and like um, bundling and like all of this good, all of this sort of stuff, right? What you want is to, if for, while you're having the issue of just setting things up, forget about all the stuff that you need to like route and um, maybe authentication CSS styling etc etc and just focus on the first simple thing that you can do and that is to get something on the page that's it and so if say async await is confusing to you well maybe try to figure out how to use async and await and the dot then annotation in a simple script file create an HTML file for example and then load a script onto that thing that's plain old JavaScript there's nothing else uh, like uh, that's going on and then maybe see if you can get that script to connect to your server and then study the dot then syntax and the async away syntax read up on it and try both and understand okay what is going on here outside of your react application outside of all that extra stuff that's going on you because that's not important the thing that you are studying right now is not react or how you're building things that way you're studying async await and dot then or basically promises give it away there and approach it that way so what i want you to take away from this is that well the way that you get over having a lot of issues with understanding coding and understanding different syntax and stuff like that is that, as I said, you can steal this one from me, stare at the screen until you get an idea, and then you Google for answers. And then when you find something that seems relevant to your problem, you read, retain, experiment, and you do that for many, 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 many years until, well, you basically know all the things that you like where you usually not I mean you never stop doing that that's sort of how you learn anything and as I said my best best tips to you is to try to isolate the problem always try to isolate the problem controlled experiments is the in my opinion it is the gold standard of all human learning so when something a problem is very complicated or very big or you get stuck as you were saying you don't really know what's going on try to figure out the smallest area that you can find where you don't really understand what's going on and just look at that area and try to solve the problem within that area 
because looking at things in an eagle eye perspective is not very helpful when you're trying to isolate, say, a bug or something. And if, say, for example, you have problems with async await or your different application syntax and things like that, if these are the things that are confusing you, try to move them outside of the context of, say, React or something else and just look at them as they're in their small, in the most simplified format that you can possibly make it. Uh, because, con as I said, a controlled experiment is usually the easiest way for you to see a pattern in how things work. And for something like a promise and async await and the different syntaxes for using a promise, well, a promise is nothing React specific, which means that if you can just remove all the extra noise and focus on the pure, the smallest part that you need in order to understand how it works, uh, that should simplify the problem for you. But the rest of it is, as I said, it's just trial and error and churning through over and over and over for years, usually. Have a great day.